Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. So this episode is going to be about an insider view of the last launch that I did, which was the Abundance Magnet launch in beginning of August and the most successful launch to date, not in terms of revenue or cash, but in terms of conversion. So based on the number of people that uh, signed up for my free event, um, I had the highest conversion rate ever, which I am extremely satisfied with because mathematically it also means that if I want to increase the total revenue for the launch next time, the only factor that I really need to focus on is to increase the number of people who sign up for the free event, but I'll get into this later. Um, so this episode is about what I did differently, how I approached this launch completely differently compared to what I did in the past and why it worked that way. And hopefully it can give you some ideas or pointers in terms of what you can apply in your business or for your launches to get the results that you want. So as a quick backstory, um, I came back from Costa Rica on July 5th and I had been there for almost six months and I had launched another program in February, the Business Accelerator Inner Circle, which was amazing and transformational and life-changing for the people who enrolled. And I had launched that end of January, beginning of February, I think. And after that, I didn't launch anything anymore because I didn't need to, because that generated enough income for me to cruise around for six months, uh, which, you know, is always what I wanted in my business. But also, if I'm being brutally honest, which is what this podcast is about, because for me, launching is still an energy taker. It takes it's kind of like the emotional roller coaster. It's not like as easy breezy as a walk in the park, even though I wish it was that way. Um, and also due to personal reasons and, you know, a bunch of stuff that I periodically mention here and on the podcast. When I arrived in Costa Rica, I just needed a break. I needed to focus on non-business related stuff. I didn't want to think, I didn't want to plan, I didn't want any pressure. I just wanted to be and go surf and don't think about anything. So once I got um, that launch done in February, I did not wish to put myself through anything that would be energy consuming. But then I also realized uh, in the last months that I have this story that en um, that launching is stressful or energy consuming or that it's not something that I necessarily look forward to. So even though I absolutely love hosting trainings and even though, you know, every launch has brought immense either revenue, growth, introspection, lessons, uh, peace and, you know, expansion in many different levels. It just for a very long time wasn't something that came very easily to me. And each launch that I have ever done since I started my business probably started three to six weeks um, later than originally planned because I have been procrastinating about launching whatever it was that I was launching because there was always 
and I guess there still is to some lower extent, this fear of what if it doesn't work and what if, you know, I don't enroll clients, blah, 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 which I think is very natural and very common, more common than people would like to admit. And, you know, especially when you associate a meaning to that, like if I can't launch, maybe I can't launch ever again and my business is over and I have to take it nine-to-five job again, blah, blah, blah. So I realized back, that was a tangent, back to my point, I realized that I had associated a bunch of not-so-great stories around launching, that launching is stressful, launching is not easy, launching is a source of energy drainage, and that it's a massive energy, energy consumer. And I was like, is this really what I want to believe about launching or selling in general? If a big part of having a business is selling and launching. Like you, you, cannot, you cannot have revenue and clients if you're not selling. It's pretty simple. And I said, if I want to keep this business for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years, which I'm absolutely planning on doing, I need to be changing my stories around launching because I can't go one, two or five decades um, being stressed about something that is a normal part of the business. So selling and putting offers out there. So, and my mom, you know, my mom is really brutally honest. Thank you, mom, if you're listening. She's just like, change your fucking stories. You keep saying launching is difficult and you basically hypnotize yourself into that reality. And I was like, thank you, mom. Uh, You're right, but I didn't want to hear it. (laughs) So long story short, I decided that this launch was going to be different and that I was going to take the path of least resistance. I was not going to stress. I was not going to overwork. I was not going to overcomplicate things and overworry because worry um, is not something that brings a better outcome ever. So I wanted the main change I did coming into this launch is that I wanted to embody the energy of already having the outcome I wanted or the launch already working out exactly the way I wanted and acting solely from a place of how would I act and feel if I knew that I was always supported by the universe and that my launches always worked out regardless of what I do or don't do or regardless of how I feel or don't feel. How would I show up and how can I apply this right now? So it all started when I started promoting the free event. So I hosted a three-day free training on how to magnetize high-paying clients. And then after the free training, I was going to open the doors to the Abundance Magnet. So I started promoting that five days late. I was kind of stressed and jet-lagged and tired when I came back from Costa Rica. And I procrastinated about creating a landing page and content. So I started five days later than originally planned. I always want to have 14 days to promote live launch events and I started like Friday instead of Monday and I asked a friend I was like do you think I should push it back one week and she's like no I don't think so. Some people are already excited about joining so you should just keep the original schedule and you know you can always relaunch something later. So I was like yeah you're right. So I started promoting five days late and what I didn't want to happen happened. So not as many people as I expected joined or signed up for the live launch events or for the free three-day training. And historically, because this is not the first time it has happened, it has actually been chronically happening for the past tiny bit less than two years. So from September 2021 until now, 
I've like chronically had less people than I wanted or than my goal sign up for free workshops. And what I used to do is lose my fucking shit because I was like, I have an email list of 4,000 people and my email list has a fantastic open rate. It has like between 30 to 40% open rate, meaning that each time I send an email between 1,200 and 1,600 people open the email. Um, So when not that many people were signing up, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I used to feel extremely cheated by the universe. As silly as that might sound, I would feel that the universe is conspiring against me and that it's unfair. And if I have an email list with 4,000 people that I worked my ass off to build, I should have more people signing up and this is a bunch of bullshit and I can't, just can't anymore with all of this nonsense, blah, 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 blah. And I would feel really distressed and helpless because I couldn't obviously control uh, or force people to or sign up for the workshop. So when this happened, I decided that I would not care because I thought to myself, listen, you want a specific amount of people to enroll in an ideal world, to have like a good group dynamic, not too big so everyone gets support, not too small so that everyone can support each other and like give themselves accountability. Like I like to have my perfect size of what I imagine in all of my groups. Um, So back then I would have freaked out and say like statistically, if I have like 400 people signing up and the conversion rate is 1.5%, that's six people and blah, 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 blah. So this time I said, the universe always finds a way. I am nothing next to the universe. So I'm not going to insult the universe by affirming something I don't want, which was I need at least X amount of people to sign up for my workshop if I want to reach my goal. I was like, if I trusted that the universe always delivers what I want, I could, I would not care less how many people sign up for my workshop. I would be super happy and excited about delivering the content, which I know will be valuable and the rest would not be a concern. So I decided to take a chill pill. And one of the ways I embodied that energy is that as not many people were signing up, like in the beginning, it was like 30 or 40. And historically, before September of 2021, I had anything between 200 to 1,000 people signing up for events. So what I did is at some point, you know, the control freak inside me was like, okay, I could be posting and promoting my workshop in all of the Facebook groups because I'm like in 50 entrepreneur Facebook groups and they all have like a bunch of rules of like when you are allowed to promote etc so I was like I could post in the Facebook groups because I've done that in the past sometimes you get lucky a post gets viral and you have like 50 or 100 people signing up but when I thought of doing that it was just dreadful I could not be bothered just imagining myself behind my computer trying to post in all of the groups and looking at all of the rules of when I could post what knowing that Odds were not in my favor because everyone is promoting their stuff and maybe it's certainly a limiting belief. Maybe it's the law of expectation. I don't expect people to notice, so they don't. But like historically, each time we've done it, sometimes we got super lucky. Sometimes we got like 10, 20, 30 people who signed up, which is amazing. But historically, it has not been like fantastic. Um, So I was like, did I want to spend several times a day posting in the Facebook groups? And the answer was absolutely not. And I thought... 
am I doing this out of fear that I don't have enough people signing up? Or am I doing this, like, am I thinking of posting in the Facebook groups out of excitement or because I want to put this in front of more eyes? And the answer was out of fear. So I was like, stop right here. You cannot embody the energy of already having what you want and manifesting what you want if you are acting based on fear rather than based on excitement, positivity, or alignment. So if I had been posting in the Facebook groups, forcing myself to do it even though I didn't want to, I would have sponsorized or fed or given energy to the belief I need more people to sign up to reach my goals. And that is not a belief I want to entertain or keep. I want the belief that it doesn't matter how many people sign up because I always get what I want or people always enroll in my programs. So you cannot change a belief if you are acting according to the old belief. You need to start acting according to the new belief or in alignment with the new belief. So I did not post in the Facebook groups. I said, I'm not doing this. I trust that the universe will figure it out. And then I also noticed that my VIP bundle wasn't really as successful as I thought it would be. And it's always fantastic to have like a VIP option on free events because it creates passive income. It gives fantastic value to people who do trust you and get the VIP bundle. They get like, you know, $300 worth of value for $47. So it's amazing for them. And I was like, why are not more people getting this bundle? Because the bundle was amazing and life-changing and I've had so many people get clients just from the content of the bundle so I was frustrated and I was also frustrated for me because I wanted the bundle to convert and create passive income because this is a business not a charity (laughs) so I was like okay what's up with that this is so awkward like normally I have a more or less 10% conversion rate on VIP bundles. So if I have 100 people who sign up for a workshop, on average, 10 will end up upgrading to VIP. So again, I wanted to be mad and like frustrated, but I said, no, it's just the earlier stages of promotion. Like people can absolutely buy the bundle later. As a matter of fact, maybe 10 people are going to buy the bundle, the VIP bundle on the last possible day that they could buy it. Like I don't get to choose and control how the universe delivers what I asked for. So I said, no, I'm going to let this go. People can join later. I want the 10% conversion rate on my bundle. Just universe, make it happen. And I trust that you will. So I let that go. And more than that, I also decided to go to the amusement park in the middle of my live launch event. So as a side note, two or three or four weeks ago, I said to myself, wouldn't it be nice to go back to the amusement park? Because in Germany, very close to Switzerland, there's this massive, massive amusement park. And I had been a year ago with a friend and I loved it and I wanted to go again. But it's like kind of like it's a four hour drive and it's pretty expensive to go. And I was like, well, I'm kind of lazy, like maybe. And it's going to be crowded in summer. Like, let's see. And suddenly a friend of mine gives me a call and says, hey, I have free tickets for the amusement park. Do you want to go? And I was like, absolutely, hell yes, I want to go. And the only date that worked for him and I was the second day of my live launch event. So day two of my training. So I said, well, would the universe care if I move my training? If I created a business that gives me freedom of doing whatever I want, whenever I want and enjoy my life, 
do I need to worry about moving a training day from Tuesday to Wednesday? Like, does it even matter? Will anyone care? And the answer was no, no one cares. They can catch the replay if they couldn't attend live. If it's Wednesday instead of Tuesday, like it's it's just, it's a non-problem. So I decided not to make a problem out of a non-problematic situation. So I decided to go to the amusement park and 1%, one person joined the program and three people upgraded to VIP as I was having the time of my life at the amusement park because the energy of joy and fun is the highest frequency when it comes to manifestation. And again, I was like, I need to embody the energy of already having my dream business and my dream life. And in my dream business and my dream life, my business is making money while I'm having fun. My business is not this fragile creature that's going to fall apart if I take one day off or if I move a training day. It's just, it's solid enough to you know, sustain me having a fun day at the amusement park. So I went to the amusement park. Um, then I came back. That was a lot of fun. Three people joined the VIP. One people joined, One person joined the program. It was amazing. And then I realized that opening and closing the doors within five days, which is what I always do usually and what I have done in the past launching and has worked really well, didn't feel good this time. I didn't want to like tell people our doors open on Monday and you can't join before that and then after Friday it's done and I felt like a five like five day period to talk about the abundance magnet wasn't enough and even though I've done that in the past and it's been really successful it just didn't feel right and this is something that you need to it's a skill that you need to develop in your business is that when something doesn't feel right just because it was right in the past or it worked in the past doesn't mean it's necessarily still relevant today. So I was like, no, I want people to get more time to hear about the Abundance Magnet. The last program I launched, uh, which was the Inner Circle, I talked about it like a broken record for three weeks and I felt really good about that time frame. So I actually want to switch things up and I decided that I would start offering... Um, an early bird price point for people who joined before the official open date, which was Monday, August, I can't remember what day, I think, no, Monday, July 31st, I think. So again, I decided to step into alignment and not follow the usual strategic thing you're supposed to do when you're launching. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean that I don't believe in opening and closing the cart in five days. And I'll cer certainly do that again in the future for offers where I feel it's relevant and the right thing to do. I just didn't feel it was the right thing to do for this program. So I decided to open up an early bird pricing for people who joined before I would officially open the doors. And that also gave me the impression that, you know, I could talk about the program more while some people had time to catch the replays. If some people were super excited to jump in, they could. And they had a fast action incentive in the form of an early bird discount. So I did that. And another people, another person joined. I am struggling with people in person today. And the lesson behind that is don't do something if it doesn't resonate just because it worked in the past. Like it doesn't matter. And just because something didn't work in the past doesn't mean it won't work in the future. Then um, I had a bit of a freak out because early bird day ended on Monday 31st, 31st of July. And only like 40% of the amount of people I wanted to have in the program joined, which 
don't get me wrong, is already amazing, but I was like, why wouldn't people join when they get $700 off? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so surely if people haven't joined by now, they're not going to join later. And again, this is a stupid limiting belief. We are putting meaning on stuff that doesn't have to have a meaning. Like, why is it that people cannot join later? And maybe the belief behind that is, well, if they can't get the best deal, they it wouldn't be like rational to get in later when you pay more. Well, first of all, human beings are not rational. And second of all, it just doesn't matter. Like, the universe doesn't care when people are joining. They're just sending you the people as long as you keep the faith and act as if you already had what you wanted. And looking back at past programs I've launched, so many times I only had like 20%, 25 or 30% of enrollment during early bird pricing. And then more people joined later. And yes, they paid more, but that was fine with them. And it was fine with me too. So I decided not to entertain the belief that they cannot, that they wouldn't come or that if they haven't joined now, they're not going to join later, blah, blah, blah. And I continued to show up and post as if I had like a crowd of super interested people who were on the fence and for which my content or my emails would be the deciding positive factor that nudged them into enrolling. So what I could easily have done and what many people do when they're launching and not really seeing results is that they get deflated and they're like, this is not working, no one is joining, this is like not worth it and they feel rejected or embarrassed or they feel like they're failing and they stop showing up for the rest of the launch. But here, in this specific scenario, half of the people joined in the last 24 hours. I could have stopped well before that because I wasn't seeing the results I wanted, but half of the people joined within the last, last 24 hours. So I continued to join, uh, to continue to take action, post uh, the post, do the stories, send the emails, but I also decided not to overdo it. So each time I ask myself, am I posting this from a place of alignment? Am I posting this from a place of really wanting to share something valuable that can help someone make a decision? Or am I feeling the need to post just because I'm afraid that not many people or not enough people are enrolling and I feel that the algorithm is doing me dirty, so I need to post more, blah, blah, blah. I always acted from a place of alignment. And for those who say, well, my algorithm is shit and no one is seeing my content, I want to emphasize, I take this opportunity to emphasize that my Facebook group has been dead. I have 4,000 people in there. I'm kind of considering stopping Facebook, but I'm not going to say this out loud too many times because I had a friend who was considering um, stopping her Facebook group and then it got hacked and she lost it. So be careful what you ask for. I haven't decided on that. But basically my Facebook engagement rate is zero. Like nothing is going on in there. Each time I post, I'm getting maybe a hundredth of the engagement I used to get. So I get either zero likes, maybe one or two, if I'm lucky, six. And in the past, it would be like 100, 200 comments. Instagram is the same bullshit. Don't even get me started on Instagram. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the universe doesn't care. But my Instagram has been extremely, engagement rate has been low. And most of the people who watch my stories are friends or people I've met in Costa Rica, but not prospective clients. So in the past, again, I would lose my shit saying, out of, I don't know, 300 people watching my stories or 150 people watching my stories. 
like 80% of them are friends who are never going to buy from me. So like, how can I expect to reach my goals if no one is watching my stories? Blah, 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 blah. I'm not doing this anymore because again, I am embodying the energy of everything always working out for me. Regardless of numbers, regardless of statistics, regardless of engagement rates, regardless of how many people watch my stories. So I don't need all of these things. I don't need to stress and control and take a bunch of action out of fear. And if you have struggle wrapping your mind around this, just think of an area of your life where things go easily. And one of those areas for me is health and friendships. And I always meet new amazing people. Like in Costa Rica, I've met so many amazing people, some of which, you know, are extremely close friends and who make it to the wedding list invite. So that's a joke I have with myself that when I meet someone uh, whom I become extremely close to, they are officially in the wedding list club. <laughs> they they made it to the wedding. So I met like one person in Costa Rica who I would invite to my wedding, a hypothetical wedding in the future. I don't have a wedding planned, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. And I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to join like a Facebook group for tourists in Costa Rica. I didn't need to go out to try to meet people at the bar or join a gym because that's how we can meet people. I just met them. They fell from the sky. It just happened. Same goes with your business if your beliefs are in that place. So moving on. I continue to take action and post the post, send the emails from a place of excitement. And if it was from a place of fear, I did not do it. Uh, in parallel or at the same time, I wanted, I had a very specific intention on having at least one or two people who paid in full. So I always have payment plans on all of my programs. I love payment plans. I don't have any problems with people taking payment plans. I often take payment plans uh, myself because for opportunity costs, reason which is like financial jargon just to say that you know sometimes when you echelon your payments you get more opportunity as you have more liquid assets than if you paid in full once whatever it doesn't really matter uh, but this time I wanted to buy something uh, that is like a couple thousand dollars that I would consider a toy that I don't actually need so I wanted someone to pay in full so I could go buy my toy <laughs> that was my goal it's kind of fun money so I set this intention, I'm calling in someone who's going to pay in full or two people who are going to pay in full. And all of the people who were joining were taking payment plans. And I was like, okay, what's the deal with the payment plans? Because historically, it's kind of 50-50, like half of the people pay in full, the other half take payment plans. It's kind of always how it's been. So I was like, what's the deal with the payment plans this time around? Everyone is taking a payment plan. And again, nothing wrong with that. So what I decided to do is, okay, everything in life is a mirror. So what are what is this reflecting from inside of me? If people are not committing like pay in full, like going kind of full in in terms of investment, not that you're not full in if you take a payment plan, but like I was like, how am I mirroring what I am experiencing or observing in my reality, are there any areas in my life where I feel that I'm not fully going in or where I'm echelon, echeloning, echelon, echeloning, echeloning things <laughs> or spreading things 
instead of just jumping in right in like what is this a commitment thing like are there things where I could be more committed so someone can commit to me and then very funny a friend pulled a card for me and the commitment card popped up so she was like okay maybe this is something around commitment maybe you know it's generational maybe it's epigenetics maybe it's in your family line like we don't know but I pulled something on commitment so I decided I would do some EFT on myself for all of the times that maybe I said I would do something and I ended up not doing it so I wasn't really committed and I did EFT on all of the times I felt wrong or wronged or taking advantage of for people who said they would do things and then ended up not doing them. So I basically cleared whatever energetic disruption was around the commitment thing. Um, and I also, also decided to join a mastermind that I had been on the fence for a while. I was like, no more on the fence. I'm joining that program because I know it's right. And if I'm waiting for the right time, the right time will never come. I was like waiting to have more space and time and energy so I could fully like, you know, focus all of my energy on it. And I've been saying this for seven months. So I was like fuck this shit, I'm joining the mastermind. And as I did that, coincidence, I don't think so, I started to have people who were talking about paying in full. (laughs) Magic, magic. When you clear the energetic disruption, which basically creates a wall between what you want and yourself, the wall goes away and what you want can come in. So I had this former client who I absolutely love, and you probably know who you are if you're listening to this podcast, who's like, oh, I'm I'm interested in the Abundance Magnet Next Level, which was 4,444. And historically, that's, that client has always paid in full. And she was like, I'm thinking about it. Like, I just need to feel the vibes. So that's what she did. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Like, let me know if you need any guidance um, or have any questions. And then two days later, she said, listen, it's it's the right program. It's just not the right time. And I was like, okay, like no problem. And I was like, huh, bummer. But I said, no, this doesn't matter. Like just because she said no doesn't mean someone else can't say yes. So I kept demanding, I'm calling in one or two clients paying in full. If it's not for the abundance magnet, I can have a mentorship client. Like it doesn't matter, but I'm calling in someone paying me in full or two people paying me in full. And then I have another former client who reaches out to inquire about the rates of my mentorship. And I was like, huh. And she has already been saying that she wanted to work with me. It's just not like really clear when. And I was like, okay, well, this is my opportunity. And eventually she said, oh, no, not the right time. So I was like, okay, second opportunity that has been sent but didn't, you know, convert. And then I have this third person who recently found me and she's like oh I'd like to know more about the program like can we help on a call so we get on a call we talk about the program I answer her questions and she mentions that she would be paying in full too so I was like oh perfect like the universe always delivers what I want amazing Um, and then she said she needed time to think and she was kind of unsure so I was like okay well it might be her or it might be someone else and I noticed that I had two things that came up that I cleared again through EFT to really embody that energy because that's the process you create a vision of what you want you demand it from the universe and then we need to clear whatever beliefs or emotions or limiting patterns come up as we are actively manifesting you know whatever it is we want so then I noticed that I had this thing where 
I was needing someone a bit too much. And when you need, you can't get. The more you need, the less you get because it creates resistance. So I was like, wait a minute. It is not my client's responsibility to give me my fun money so I can buy my toy. Like now I'm expecting to call in a client so I can have this money pay in full to buy my toy But if I'm being extremely truthful, like it's not my client's responsibility to solve my financial issues or to bring, you know, money that I want. It's just not their job and it shouldn't be. Like my clients come to me because they want something and I can support them uh, through that process. And like the energetic, energetic exchange is that they, you know, invest money through me in themselves and I help them get more of what they want. So then I did some EFT on forgiving myself for basically expecting clients to pay me in full. Not that it's a bad thing, but it kind of came from an energy of, oh, I really want to manifest my clients so I can have that money, so I can like buy whatever I want to buy. And again, there's nothing wrong with that because money is a neutral resource. But I just felt it energetically that it was, I had a bit of, I wouldn't say anxiety, but slight unrest or annoyance that it wasn't coming. And then I was like, wait a minute, if I invested in a coach, would I want that coach to be manifesting me so I can pay them in full so they can, because they want the money? No, that's never an energy I want in my business. And I was talking about this with a one-on-one client and she was like, oh my God, I can so relate to what you just said. So it's kind of the stuff we are ashamed to say out loud. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to take one for the team because we've all been there. Um, And it's just a survival mechanism and our funky stories around money. Nothing else. It doesn't mean that we are bad. It doesn't mean that we are unethical. We are just bringing awareness to some old limiting patterns around money. So that night, there's some EFT on forgiving myself and clearing this need um, for someone to, you know, pay me in full, uh, forgiving myself for even thinking um, we're entertaining the energy or seeing a client as someone who would just, you know, give money that I needed. And I did some EFT on imagining that I was working with the perfect person who was getting extraordinary results and they were so happy and I was happy. And I really focused on the energy of everything that they were going to get. So remove the energy from me, me, me and what I want and what I need and focus on the energy of what my client would get out of this mentorship or out of working with me. So that helped a lot. And I also um, did EFT on another limiting belief that popped up, which said I've already had three people who inquired for one-on-one and who would all have paid in full in five days, which is literally magic. So if I've already had three and none of them have said yes, like you just can't get that lucky that you keep getting opportunities. Like your luck has run out. If it wasn't these three, it's like over. It's not going to happen before you close the cart. And then I was like, this is an interesting belief and this is not a belief that's serving me. Like, why do I believe that the universe would only like basically choose, okay, I'm going to send you three opportunities and if they don't convert, it's over. Like, it doesn't make sense. And if if the universe is abundant, which it is, there could be an abundance of of opportunity. And then as I was doing EFT, I'm very intuitive with EFT, 
I remembered this belief I had when I was younger, where when I was dating and I met someone I really, really liked and it didn't work out, I kept telling myself and all of my friends, I'm so sad, it didn't work out, it's so hard for me to like someone, it's so hard for me to meet someone I'm actually interested in or where there's like mutual uh, vibes or mutual feelings and when I do meet someone it's so special but if it doesn't work out I'm going to have to wait forever before someone else you know pops up shows up in my life and that's exactly what I manifested when I was young I would like meet someone I had amazing energy chemistry everything with and then if it didn't work out the next guy would come after like a year or one year and a half um, and it took so long and then I was like okay well maybe I should stop believing this and what really helped me and this is a bit of a tangent but still it's relevant is that I my best friend who's married now she told me something that flabbergasted me five years ago but I, I completely agree with now she said I don't believe you have one soulmate I believe that there are many people out there with who you can have like the most wonderful amazing relationship and if it doesn't work with some person for some reason there will be another wonderful person that will show up in your life like she says I don't believe in the one I believe that there are several ones um, with whom you can build a wonderful life. And I was like, huh. And I remember like my brain kind of exploded when she said that, but it planted a seed. So then I started believing, well, no, like there are plenty of amazing people out there and I just need to be open to seeing them and noticing them because my reticular activating system is blocking them away because I'm so focused on my belief that there is no one. Um, so I became open to meeting more interesting people and next thing you know I'm meeting a bunch of very eligible bachelors or very interesting people in general very fast and when one if it didn't work out with one what I also noticed is that the longest I spend dwelling and like being sad and wondering why it didn't work and focusing all of my energy on thinking of how it used to be and what I said and what I've done and how it could have been, all of that time was time I wasn't letting myself or letting someone in. And it was always the minute or the moment when I said, okay, this hasn't worked out. He said no, I said no, it wasn't meant to be. I need to move on now. And it's always when I said I need to move on and I'm open to meeting someone else that I met someone else. So I applied this in my business for this launch. I said, okay, I've had three amazing, wonderful opportunities. And just like people I meet in the external world, I can have more wonderful opportunities, but the condition is that I can't dwell on what could have been or what hasn't happened. I can't focus on these three people who said no or who are unsure. I need to be open to more people coming in and so I did EFT on that until I felt cleared about it and I had evidence for my own life that when I decided to move on or when I decided to be more open to meeting other people I had always met other people and that the only reason that they hadn't come earlier is because I hadn't allowed them to come earlier because I was focusing all of my energy on the past or past relationship and next thing you know you've guessed it um Another one-on-one -on -one potential client, like it's a, a client who says, hey, I have a friend, she might need your support for one-on-one -on -one mentorship. So I was like, perfect, here's my one-on-one -on -one mentorship client, uh, accepting that if it had to be, it would be, and if it wasn't meant to be, it wouldn't. 
And that eventually didn't work out. What an emotional roller coaster. But then again, I decided that this launch was going to be easy breezy. So does it mean that I was easy breezy all of the time? No, but when I wasn't, I did EFT, I meditated, I exercised, I went to the lake, I baked bread, I found something else to do to snap myself out of my fear or the emotional roller coaster before it became something bigger than it needed to be. And eventually, one of those people who reached out um, and was interested in the Abundance Magnet Next Level eventually said yes and paid it in full. So I manifested my paid in full, but it was only when I let go and I told myself, listen, even if I have no one who pays in full by the time that the doors close, it doesn't matter. It's of literal, literal zero importance because I can very well manifest unexpected money or a mentorship client or an opportunity after the doors close, within two days after the the doors close, or within a week. And I had set myself 15th of August. I want, you know, this cash by the 15th of August. So I was like, it doesn't matter if they don't come through the abundance magnet. I'm not going to create limiting stories about how these people have to come through the abundance magnet. Like someone else can enroll in a week on a different program. And it's only when I let go and I accepted that maybe I would get my painful client and maybe not. And either way, it was perfect and okay and just the way it was supposed to be that something, you know, uh, shifted and that I was able to call that client in. And that is pretty much it. If I were to summarize the image that constantly came up through this launch... Uh, Two things I want to say. Another that I forgot to mention. When it came to creating the three-day workshop, so I always host a presentation that's on Canva, um, and I, you know, always want to deliver a maximum amount of value so people who are, you know, generous enough to attend and give me their time get maximum value, even if they don't sign up for a program. Like, this is intended to give value in the first place. So what I would usually do for all of the previous launches is that I would stress and have blank page syndrome. So I don't even know if that's a word in English. It's like definitely an expression in French. But it's when you want to write something in your in front of your page and it's blank, like nothing is coming out of your brain. You can't write anything. You're not inspired. Like writing a presentation takes you three days instead of two hours. And that has always happened in my past launches. And I was like, I am breaking up with the struggle bus. I am breaking up with the belief that everything has to take time and is tedious and I'm not inspired, blah, 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 blah. So I decided I would allocate three hours a day maximum on the trainings and that whatever was produced during these three hours was good enough. I am not going to stress over rewriting slide 18 500 times because I'm afraid that if I don't convey the value correctly, people are not going to buy my program. All of that is rooted into limiting beliefs that everything has to be perfect, the value has to be perfect, the content has to be perfect. I need to give, 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 give for maybe people to invest in me and it has to be fantastic and I have to do and I have to struggle. I said, no, it can be easy. It can be simple. It can be smart. I can repurpose content of workshops I've done in the past for what is relevant and just create uh, stuff that I want to add this time around. So what I did is that every morning, just for five minutes or even not even five minutes, like two minutes, I rehearsed exactly how I wanted my day to unfold. 
So I would imagine myself in front of my computer and just being so inspired and all of my ideas coming and being done with the workshop or the presentation within three hours and then going to the lake and completely enjoying my time and not having to run around like a headless chicken. And each time I did that exercise, it worked. It really, really worked. So I decided that less was more. I wasn't going to overstress about having to explain everything in emails and having a sales emails that's five kilometers long because what if people don't understand the value? All of these disempowering stories that maybe people don't get it, they don't understand the value. I need to convince them to buy. I need to be this superwoman who provides super value because otherwise I'm not worthy. I just shoved everything aside and I thought of my one of my very good friends who just had a baby six months ago four months ago and her baby doesn't need to do anything to get milk and care and hugs and love she just she's worthy because she is she doesn't have to be on her best behavior before she gets to get food she doesn't have to have slept the whole night before she's worthy of our commitment or my friend's commitment to raising her in the best way possible. She doesn't have to not throw up and not make her clothes dirty uh, in order to be worthy of napping with mom on the couch. She is worthy of receiving everything she needs and more unconditionally and in unlimited amounts of the best quality just because she is and even if she screamed all day and made her mom's life miserable it doesn't change anything to the fact she's worthy and this is the energy we all need to embody because we've been trained to feel worthy only when we do or achieve for what we achieve for what we do for the actions we take for how successful we are for all of the efforts, etc., etc., instead of just who we are. And when you look at your friendships with very close friends that you, whose friendships you value, they love you just because of who you are. You don't need to be. You don't need to be super well-dressed. You don't need to look fantastic. You don't need to like educate them on a fantastic topic that's going to bring them so much value. They literally want to hang out with you and sit on your couch and drink tea and not talk for three hours just because you're that comfortable with them. Just because they like your presence. Just because they trust you. And that's what I wanted to really embody in this launch. So I was like, I'm not going to overstress about the content in the workshop. The workshop is going to be perfect the way it is. And my standards are so high anyways that even when I'm giving my 60%, it's still, you know, extremely high quality. So this is something I really intentionally worked on. I decided I would not be stressed in this launch. I would not have sleepless nights. I would not work late, which I hate doing. I don't like to work later than 5 or 6 p.m. I would not be in a constant state of scrambling left and right, compulsively posting, hoping that people would join and not like wondering why they wouldn't. I said, if this launch is not going to get the results I expect, I might as well do it feeling peaceful. If it's not going to work out for whatever reason, I might as well go to these three three weeks absolutely peaceful because at least I will have my energy and my peace of mind uh, if it's not working out instead of it not working out, being stressed, tired and resentful. Uh, and this is how I want to embody the energy in my business in general. I want to be able to sell and launch in a way that is low effort, low time consuming, low emotional roller coaster and low worry. So that's number one. 
And then the other thing I wanted to mention is the concept of the wall of resistance or the wall of control. So there, there was this very strong image that popped in my mind where each time I started to stress about something, like there are not enough people signing up, there are not enough people upgrading to VIP, there are not enough people who bought before early bird ended, blah blah, I, really, I literally imagined that each time I said that, there would be this wall between me, so I'm sitting where I'm sitting, then the wall is to my right, very high, very dark, and then on the other side of the wall, further right, there is everything I want and more, and it can't come to me because there's the wall blocking it. So each time I worried, or each time I was pissed off, or I looked at the numbers, or noticed the lack, not what I wanted, but I noticed the lack, or the absence of what I wanted, I imagined this wall Uh, coming up and each time I said no it doesn't have to be that way I don't need x amount of signups people can join later I trust the universe maybe five people are going to enroll in the last five hours like it's happened in the past the wall would come down so the more you try to control the stronger the wall of control is and the less the universe can send you what you want but when you're open to things happening even if you don't know how even if the how doesn't make sense when you let go of control when you let go of all of these limiting stories the wall goes down and that is what allows what you want to come to you what you want is always here and always available but it can't come in the presence of the wall of control it can't come in the presence of resistance and it can't come in the present in the presence of need because when we say we need something what we're signaling to our brain even though we don't realize it is if i don't get that i'm going to die or something horrible is going to happen it's like a nervous system thing it's a survival mechanism so each time we need oh i need someone to pay in full so i can have my money I'm basically triggering, even though I'm not necessarily aware of it, a survival mechanism and nothing can be created or nothing can expand from survival and it's a biological thing. When we, our body is in fight or flight, our cells are protecting themselves. They're not repairing and regenerating, they're fleeing or protecting. So you can't repair, regenerate, expand and grow when you are in fight or flight. So I really said, Everything that comes out of my mouth is a direct affirmation or command to the universe. So when I say something like, not that many people have signed up, so I don't know how I'm going to enroll, you know, I don't know, six people in my program, what I'm affirming to the universe is, I need 400 people to sign up if I want six people to enroll in my program. If I And if I don't have 400 people signing up for my workshop, it means I can't have my six people. So the universe looks at your affirmation, at your command and says, you know, your, your command is what I give you. Okay, this is what you ask for. This is what I'm going to deliver. When I said I don't have enough VIPs, like where are they? They're not coming. The universe said, yeah. You expected law of expectation, what we expect always manifests. The universe said, okay, you expected, you know, X amount of VIPs by now. They haven't come, so it means they're not going to come in the future. Okay, that's what I'm going to give you. But when I let go of all of these stories, all of these rules, all of these statistics, all of the logical thing that historically, if I have a 10% conversion on my VIP and I have 90 people who signed up, 
I should have nine VIPs, but I only have three. So where are my six? Blah, blah, blah. When I let go of all of that, that's when the universe gave me in the most magic, unexpected, funny way. And as a side note, to come back on the VIP, I said, you know, universe, do whatever the hell you want. I want a 10% conversion rate on my VIP. Um, And I actually made, like converted higher than 10% in terms of money. So I had a, the VIP was $47 and there was an order bump, um, which one day maybe I might do a masterclass on how to create passive income. And I had an order bump where people could get an additional upgrade to the VIP where they paid like $175 more and they got either a hypnosis session or three days of Voxer access. And two people got that and then a bunch of people joined VIP at the last possible moment. So like the entire revenue for VIP and the order bump was almost $1,000 on only, quote unquote only, like 112 people who signed up for the workshop, which is not a lot when you have an email list that's 4,000 people. But again, I decided I will not limit myself. I would let the VIP come. And technically, if my VIP was $47, in order to make almost $1,000, I would have needed a bit more than 20 VIPs, which is the equivalent of if 112 people signed up, that's like a 19% conversion rate. So technically, to hit that $1,000 in passive income, I should have had 19 people who upgraded to VIP. I didn't have 19, I had 15, but two took the additional order bump, which created more income. But like the fact of the matter is I had 15 VIPs on 112 people who signed up, which is slightly better than a 10% conversion rate. So it happened in the most magical way, but only when I was able to let go. And the first 90 people who signed up for the workshop or was it like 100 or 105? Like there were only three VIPs on like 105 people who joined the workshop. And then a bunch of more people joined the workshop until we got to like 112 or 13 or 117, I can't remember. And then the people upgraded later. So they had already joined the workshop. They had decided not to take the VIP when they signed up for the workshop, but they later changed their mind. So even though in the beginning it looked like I only had a 3% conversion rate and I was like kind of scratching my head like what the hell is going on, eventually people just joined the VIP later. They didn't join when they signed up They for the workshop, they just joined later. And that's what happens when you let go of how things are supposed to happen and you let go of control. So it was my best conversion uh, launch ever, created a multiple five-figure amount, which was fantastic. I could technically chill the freak out for the next month, but I'm not going to do that because I'm feeling extremely inspired to put a bunch of programs out there, including some sort of mastermind um, that's going to be probably around 7,000. So if you're interested in that, send me a DM to get exclusivity on all the details and early bird pricing. I'm going to talk about it soon-ish. And I also have one or two spots, depending on if some of my one-on-one clients want to continue uh, for mentorship. Um, I am very excited to take a very few mentorship clients again, uh, because I absolutely love all of the expansion that can happen in a business and especially in one's personal life 
when we work together. So if you are making, you know, an amount, a monthly income, you're kind of satisfied with or something that used to be on your vision board, but now you have outgrew, you have outgrown that, you really want to shatter the glass ceiling and double or triple or quadruple your monthly income and you want to let go of all of this resistance, all of these limiting beliefs and sometimes completely hidden subconscious patterns that create the wall of control that is stopping us from getting more of what we want. And if you want, you know, a second pair of eyes so we can either create passive income in your business or launch your first program, launch your first mastermind or revamp your one-on-one offer and resell it, you know, at a higher investment point, whatever that might be the mentorship program would be perfect for you. I'll be talking about it more on my Instagram. So you can either send me a DM or follow me on Instagram if you want more information. So thank you so much for tuning in this episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inespadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.